Back at it right again. Done with Sean Salisbury talking some college and NFL football. We go to the man, Jerry Reynolds. In a couple of minutes, Ryan and Sacktown will join us. Uh, boy, Jerry, that that was uh, that was an ugly game to watch last night. Sacramento. I mean, you could not have the table set any better playing a team that had lost eleven in a row, who had played the night before in Denver, and they came in and beat you. Oh, you couldn't. I mean that, and not even having some of their best players. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is yep. a, 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 a clearly a bad week team yep. uh, coming in, you know, uh, decimated with uh, some key guys out, LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward. I mean, and so, and the rookie Brandon Miller. I mean, they, you know, and, and no, it was as a Kings fan, which is what I am, and I like this team, but there was nothing to like about last night. I, I thought the, one of the first times I thought, you know, they 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 played like they were a championship or act like they were a championship caliber team, and uh, they're not good enough to act like that. They they yeah. have to uh, they have to grit grit it out and outwork people, and they did none of that. The Kings are one hundred percent healthy, and in the last week they've got two horrible losses. They lost to Portland, who entered the game with only three home wins. They got beat badly last night. Again, they lost to a bad team without their best players. And so I keep on going back to this. I, You and I talked about this at halftime yesterday. We all talked about it with Ryan. Do I think the Kings are a good team? Yeah. I think because to, because to me, they're better than average. But to me, they're not anything better than good. And I just right now, again, things can change. But right now, based on all the games they've played this year, they are wildly inconsistent and I, I just don't have any hope that they're going to just all of a sudden get to the playoffs, assuming they make the playoffs in April and win a playoff series. I just don't think they're good enough right now. Well, well they they uh, they really haven't shown it. Uh, now, they have had some big wins, you know, Minnesota at Minnesota, yep. Denver at home. Uh, you know, so they've beat Jamal some Murray, the, though, Jerry. And, and, yeah, at Oklahoma City. Uh, they beat, you know, so they beat the, the three top teams – in in the West, okay. So you look at that, but I I totally agree with your premise. Uh, is that no? Based on on the stats, and I, I I study some stats. The win margin is what it is, and that indicates that they're playing at at like a 41, 42 win team. And uh, and and the West being what it is, if it stays, most of the teams stay healthy. It's going to be tough. Uh, uh, I, I think my biggest frustration with them, and I, I really enjoy this team because they're so unselfish about every night, except, you know, obviously they have some more blowouts and more bad games than they should have. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's just a case, to, in my mind, where the offseason, they did not improve themselves and expected, you know, just being together enough to make them better. And I think generally you can count on that and still may play but, but uh, uh, it's a case where the, you know, the competition now is not, not being surprised by the Kings. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, the Kings last year really got so many baskets just by pushing the ball up after made baskets. Now they don't get many of those anymore. And teams, teams, you know, are, are much better about, uh, you know, being aware of what the Kings get it in fast and, you know, like they did last year. Well, they're trying to do that, but teams are getting back better. Jerry, is Harrison Barnes not a good fit with the other four starters on the floor 
or is it's just mystifying to me. Uh, do you make a change there? Do you try him on the bench? What do you do if you're Mike Brown? I think you have to think about it, you know, and I mean, I think with, uh, honestly, he and Herter both have been quite honestly, very disappointing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, not to say you, you wouldn't like more out of different guys, but, but I think, you know, with, with Kevin and, and Barnes and I think Vesnikov have all been the big disappointments for me. I was expecting significantly more from all of them. And, uh, you know, I I've said before and I'll say it again. And I mean, fans can would see it differently and you might, but I think there's four guys on this team that you, that you build around and you build your, your team around. And of course that's Fox, Domas, uh, Keegan Murray and Malik Monk. Those are, those are the guys that you're not likely, you know, you need to keep if you can and add to that doesn't mean that, you know, that you wouldn't want to keep a Trey Lyles or something, somebody, but I'm just saying those are the four that uh, I think you better uh, build a fort around. All right, you and I have a little bit of a, a difference of opinion on Keegan Murray. I like him. I wouldn't trade him. Uh, I agree with you that you build around him. There were just too many games to me where I'm expecting more. And I'm not expecting him to be an all-star. I'm not expecting him to score 25 points every night. There are just too many games like last night. Okay, he played 37 minutes. He didn't shoot the ball well. Okay, but what did he have? Four rebounds in 37 minutes. I, I'm just – I don't like those type of games from him. And, yes, I understand even the best players in the league have them. There are too many, to make a baseball analogy, 0 for 4 games for him. That's the only complaint I have about the guy. I And, again, I'm on record. I wouldn't trade him. I like him. I think he's going to be a really important piece moving forward for a long time. I wouldn't trade him, but I just don't like his off nights. They're too many for me. Well, I, I, I do think that's part of the growing process. I, I think he blends in sometimes to a fault. He's a very uh, team orientated kind of guy, but I mean, I, I do think just from the growth standpoint, you know, he went from, you know, averaging uh, almost 12 points a game as a rookie. He's averaging over 15 now, and he's averaging more rebounds. So he's more active. He's doing more things in the paint than he did. And he's better defensively. And he's he's really – they put him in, in a lot of tough defensive situations, which yeah. for a second-year player, I don't think that helps his offense. I mean, I, I and I'm not saying they're using him wrong there, but I – because I think eventually that will be – the Kings will need him to be able to, with his length and, and athleticism, really guard some different positions. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he's – I wouldn't disagree. I, I don't know, you know, going back through the years with with rookies and second-year guys, how many, you know, empty games they had. You know, my, I suspect quite a few. But, uh, but I think he's a potential star. I really do. I mean, because – yeah, he's a hard-working, great kid that can make. Yeah, he's shots. great. And, he's he's and he's uh, now great. you know it's is he going to be an all-star? I can't say that. I mean, I I, I don't know. But uh, here, here again, I mean, I think he's part of the solution. And uh, if you can ever be good enough to where he's your uh, fourth best player or fifth best player in a couple of years when he's developed, then then you may be somewhere. Okay, I'm looking at these numbers that to me. Don't change year in, year out with the Sacramento Kings. 
of the top 10 teams in the Western Conference, starting with Minnesota and going all the way down currently to the Lakers. There's only one team that's allowing more points than the Sacramento Kings, and that's the Dallas Mavericks. And so I'm going to go back to this. Can you win giving up 116.6 points on average every night? And my answer to that is not really. And I just, that just jumps out at me. This team's defense is just terrible. They don't stop dribble penetration. They don't stop teams inside. They're If they're not making their threes for all intents and purposes, and by the way, Jerry, that's the way the NBA's played now. A lot of teams could say, well, we didn't make threes and you lose. But for the Kings, it's so defined. They make threes. They're normally in games and win. They don't make threes. And also, Jerry, they're, they're horrible at the free throw line. Their free throws are terrible. Yeah, I mean, it, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, I think this team uh, defensively is just not good enough to win consistently. In other words, I mean, you, you, you know, when they're really having their best shooting nights, they can beat just about anybody as we've seen. Yeah. But, but it's a, that's a, a little bit of a house of cards. Uh, you know, there, there, there's nights when you like say you don't shoot well, like last night from, and, and, and the other thing, they normally take pretty good care of the ball. Yes. But if they don't take good care of the ball, they almost never win. I mean, they, th- this is a team that really, that's, that's such a key stat. So, uh, no, it's a, I mean, I think when you just, and you just look at the thing that scares me and it is when you look at the West and, and you look at say the Lakers, <laughs> you know, the Kings have beaten the Lakers. We know that, but yeah. But, they still have a guy named LeBron, and and and, and so last time I checked, because I know this time last year we counted them out, or I did, you know, the Lakers, and, and they made some moves at the middle, and they end up in the Western Finals. So uh, yeah, good point. Uh, so so uh, I'll yeah. never I'll never uh, downplay their potential, and so yeah. yeah, that's the scary part. You just look right down the list there. Uh, you know, you, this team would have to play at its very best, I think, to have a chance to stay in the top six. I mean, probably play over their head, to be honest. Yeah. I, All right, let's I don't get talent-wise, they, they are quite there. All right, let's bring Ryan and Sacktown into this discussion. Ryan's going to have the pregame show coming up at 6.30. The three of us will be uh, together again at halftime and then back here on the postgame show. So, Ryan, you got an Orlando team uh, that's coming in tonight. Both teams played last night, and yep. the Kings have been – not even have they been bad on the second night of back-to-back. They haven't even been competitive on the second night of back-to-backs this year. So what do we expect from the Kings tonight? I have no idea. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Grant. Well, if we're going to go by the numbers, we're going to expect about, uh, let's see, give or take 42% from the field, uh, bad three-point shooting, and a loss because they haven't won yet on a second night of a back-to-back. So um, this team coming in tonight, Orlando, seventh game this year, second night of a back-to-back. So they are well-seasoned and likely will be ready to go short travel from uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, and yeah, and it's it's one of those things they lost last night. So mm-hmm. I, I'd always rather play a team after a win in a back to back. You know, we're but uh, that, this is a good young team and a hungry team. So uh, Kings are going to have to play one of their very best games to 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 be able to get the win. Jerry, <laughs> uh, they have a young player in Paulo Bancaro. Bancaro, do you like him? Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's uh, everything he's supposed to be. He's better than I thought he'd be. Uh-huh. You know he's, uh, you know he's not a great shooter, but he gets great shots. He's uh, so mobile and strong, and that really makes he's clearly the the right guy to be taken number one, which is pretty rare, as you know. But uh, you know it's it's yeah the guy uh, has made a difference. You know he's like what really top flight young players are supposed to do: number one picks, make teams better. You know which quite honestly, when Manana hasn't done that with the Spurs. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, the Ryan, the Magic are fifth in the East. And I think a lot of fans in Sacramento don't know a lot about the Magic. And you just talked about them. What what makes them relevant now in the East? Now, I wouldn't put them with Boston, Milwaukee, or Philly. But the point is, they're right in the middle of things at fifth in the Eastern Conference. Defense, 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 gentlemen. Uh, they are third in defensive rating and sixth in points allowed per game. So that's where they hang their hat. On top of that, you guys talk about Banchero, Franz Wagner. He's having a huge season so far for them, and they're just getting it done. They find a way to get it done most nights, and they shoot smart shots and get to the free throw line. Well, I'd sure like to see the Kings come out with a good start. You know, the first half in a lot of these games have been so puzzling to me, Jerry. You know, the road trip, uh, I, I, I just I, – it makes you scratch your head, you know, that they're – how many times do we come on at halftime talking about the Kings are in a hole, you know? Yeah, you know, and I mean, and of course, like I say, they're, they're just dependents on making the three-point shot. It, it It's uh, fool's gold at times. It's like, you know, we've seen them come out scorching hot and yet by the end of the quarter, the t- other team is caught up, you know, type thing. It's like last night. Uh, I knew the Kings, you know, I wasn't sure where they're going to be because they start off with a nice big lead, and and here by the quarter, <laughs> they they uh, had given up the lead. So, you know, you're like, okay, uh, the, this Charlotte team that's decimated is playing with you. That That's not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I look at – the NBA right now. And okay, we're done with the sample size. Okay. We now know who the teams are in the Western conference. Okay. And so 
Here, here's what I'm ready to say right now. I know Denver's going to be there as long as Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic are on the floor. Yep. They're there. So I'm, I'm putting them. I'm putting them still as the team to beat in the West because I still think that when they're healthy, they're the team to beat. Minnesota's the real deal, gents. Okay, they're the real deal. Okay, they're 24 and eight. Oklahoma City also has proven that they are not a fluke. All right, they've now played enough games. They're 23 and nine. Okay, that's not a fluke. Here's the other thing. They went on the road. You know, we talk about teams that went on the road. The Kings went on the road last year. Do you know that the Oklahoma City Thunder are nine and four on the road? Okay. They've only had 13 road games. They've had 19 home games. So that means they're going to get tested more on the road, but they've proven that they can play away from home. The Clippers, to me, when they're healthy guys, and again, they have been this year, we're talking about Kawhi Leonard. They're not going anywhere, assuming that they're healthy. They're legit. They're 20 and 12. All right. Then you have Sacramento, New Orleans, Dallas, Phoenix, Houston, and the Lakers. After those four teams that I just mentioned, Memphis, Oklahoma City, Denver, and the Clippers, and I know the Kings don't match up that well against New Orleans, and they're 0-3 this year, but I like the Kings with all those other teams. I think that this is going to be a real fight down to the game 82. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I think it, there's a lot of things to shake out. I mean, they could certainly more than hold their own with any of those. They've proven that. It's also true that uh, if they don't get better, so especially on defense, they could also end up behind all of them. Or they could end up ahead of all but those three, I think. You know, and I, I always say with Minnesota, you know, we people are a little bit surprised. But if you really had watched late in the year when they got, traded and got Mike Conley and got oh, Carl Anthony mm-hmm. Towns back, yep. uh, that was a different ball club. And so to me, it's like, yeah, well, they started where they finished a little and, and better and healthier. So, uh, yeah, and Chad Holmgren was has been the perfect fit. Yep. For that, uh, you know, in other words, he's a rookie that was ready to play at a high level and and fit in, you know, fit in with, uh, you know, proven guys. So, uh, yeah, but, but I'm with you guys. Denver, they're healthy. The coach, the superstar, uh, two superstars, really. And when you get into playoff basketball so, so often it's a two-man game in key situations yep. and i don't know anybody that's any better than their two-man game and that's yeah, why uh, and ryan ryan that's why last night's games are so frustrating because those are the games that when you get down to 82 and all teams will have bad losses but on your home uh, you just could not have the table set any better and that game's gone and in this conference, with the team, it, that's a bad loss, and that could affect your playoff seedings. Well, and you've got to keep it to just that, Grant, a bad loss. But I, I think that this is the line. If they don't get it between this loss that we're talking about now and the Portland loss in a very short period of time, this team's not going to get it at all. Because you get a couple more of those, you're looking at the play-in uh, towards the end of the season because – the teams you talked about atop the West, I mean, the Clippers, they've won 12 of 14. I know Kawhi was out for a little bit, but I don't see them going anywhere. So I no. think the rest of the teams you named, those are the teams that are fighting to yeah. get a first-round playoff series on the road. And you better pray that De'Aaron Fox does not miss any more time this year because, to me, you're going to fall right off the map in the West. If you missed De'Aaron Fox for a week or two, this team's not going to win many games. 
Well, De'Aaron, think about De'Aaron. It's just so valuable to this team. Is is he's the only guy that can really go get his own shot mm-hmm. under under duress in in tough situations. Most teams have a couple of guys like that. Uh, the Kings really don't, and uh, that to me kind of shows up periodically. All right, I want to spend a moment and talk to you about uh, Bennett's. Their new restaurant uh, is in Rockland at the Blue Oaks Town Center. They're located in Sacramento, Howland Fair Oaks, Roseville, Eureka Road, and Lead Hill Road. And, of course, their third location at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. If you go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, you can check out their menu, Prime Seafood and Steak at Bennett's. 60 different types of wine available by the glass. Don't forget about their weekend brunch, the weekend prime rib. Great happy hour specials during the week on their apps and drinks. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. You will love all three of the locations. Kings and Magic tonight. Rhino with the pregame at 6.30. The three of us back at halftime. And then we will wrap it up on the postgame show. And we'll see if the Kings can answer the bell tonight. Oklahoma City is that team right now, right, guys? The team that we I thought they would be a playoff team before the season began. But I didn't think they would be where they are. Jerry, Shea Giggles Alexander, I, I guess – the word you use with him is special, right? He's a special player, is he not? Oh, he's a, absolutely that. I mean, uh, he's a six-five, six-six kid that can go get get his shot. He makes everybody around him a little better. Clearly, a, an MVP candidate. I mean, anytime you put a list of MVP players, he, he's got to be in the top three or four, you know. And and uh, I'm with you. I, I thought this team would be a playoff team, but I never expected it no. to be this good, mainly because I didn't really think Holmgren would be as good as he is. I think that's probably the key key difference there. But, uh, yeah, you got to like their future. I mean, oh, it, boy. you know, they're probably not ready to, uh, to compete for the West right now, I don't think. But uh, – but they're loaded they're, they're with draft be, picks, Jerry. They have they're uh, loaded with high oh, draft picks still coming up. Well, Stan Sam Presti is is maybe the best uh, GM in the league and has been for a dozen years, and and you know has to do it you know limited money uh, ownership situations, but the guy uh, you know always comes out ahead. It seems the one team Ryan that I think will elevate, and they've won four in a row now. If, if they're healthy or the Phoenix Suns, I just think they have too much talent. They're now 18 and 15. Again, they've won four in a row. So it appears they're getting their act together. What about you? Grant, I think that ship sailed. I I just don't see it. I can't see those three being on the court together a long enough period healthy. Um, You know, Durant's playing some of the best basketball of his career this year. So you have to put that out there. So it still is possible, but I I just don't see it working. Grant, they've spent all the money on three players and everybody else has been an afterthought when building that roster. All right. So you're, you think you, you're not counting on them, right? You think they're at the best they play in team, correct? I think they're at the best playing team, but could make some noise because they have those ISO guys whose game translates to the playoffs. All right. And then Jerry, Jerry, I want to talk to you about the Warriors. Do I, Mm -hmm. am I crazy to write off the Warriors? Well, if you are, so am I, uh, which isn't a surprise (laughs) to anybody, but uh, as far as being a contender, they, they're no, they're not a contender. Uh, Could they get in a, you know, getting the play in and, and beat somebody that's maybe better just because of Steph and 
and their experience and the championship caliber the things they've been through. But uh, as far as contending for the Western uh, Conference, no I, I don't think so. Yeah. And do you think, guys, just kind of look in your crystal ball, do you think Draymond Green will be on the Warriors after the trade deadline? Ryan? Uh, yes, I do, okay. Grant. I think he will. Jerry, do you think there are general managers out there that would love to have Draymond Green on the team? Would it be risky? Would it have to be the right fit? Would it have to be a championship caliber team that just needs that one piece? I mean, how would you look at him if you were GM, Jer? Well, I'd look at him as damaged goods. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, having said that, would there might be a team that would would look at him? I would say this. If, if in fact, there's a team that would trade for him, it'll be based on they're trying to, to trade you their guy they want rid of. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll trade you our high-priced problem for your high-priced problem. It, it, you, guys, you guys don't think realistically with the contract that Draymond's on that the Kings wouldn't consider taking a run at Draymond? If they do, they're making a huge mistake, in my opinion. Well, you got three more, I mean, it's – yeah, three more years after this. Right. You know, and I mean, I don't know why you would think it's going to get better. Uh, you know, he's on, I think, you know, he could still play and he could help the Kings. If if he was on a one, with all the issues, I might take a, take a run at him if it was a one-year contract. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a little flyer. Thing. But uh, now I, 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 you know, I, I just think obviously Kings need to do something. And uh, they need they need that kind of player to some degree. Mm -hmm. Well, Mike Brown knows him as well as anybody. Yeah. And and that's why I bring it up. That's exactly why I bring it up. And then you parlay that with Vivek, who seems to meddle at times, as you say, Grant. So if there's pressure to make a move, it just seems like something that could happen. Well, both teams, you know, might, I mean, certainly the, the Golden State Warriors, you know, would be in the market to do something. 100%. Hundred percent. So yeah, but, I'm just telling you, I'm on record as saying I wouldn't do it. I, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't do it. Uh, and uh, the, the, and that gets us. And we have a lot of people asking possible trade scenarios. I don't know about possible trade scenarios. Here's what I do think. Okay, Monty McNair's very bright. Has done a nice job with this team. He sees the same issues that we see. He's not stupid. Okay. He is going to try to make this team better at the trade deadline. I'm with Jerry. I would not trade Fox, Sabonis, or Murray. That's just me personally. Now, if you told me, hey, I could get Giannis Adetokounmpo for Keegan Murray, okay. But my point sure. is, you know, those are I'm, that's my future. That's my nucleus. I'm open to anyone else. I'm not trading those three guys. That's just me. Yeah, well, I think well, too, you know, and 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 Monk, but he's a free agent, so that's, right. that's another issue. And yeah, but I, I do think that, you know, for the Kings, Kings, it's almost going to have to be a case where you maybe trade two guys for one to, to mm-hmm. actually improve. Uh, I mean, to get something that that you specifically need. And I don't know, you know, I do know some guys that might be out there, but I don't know if that would could work. Yeah, no, exactly right. And I guess the question becomes, what do you think the most immediate need is out of the different positions we've talked about? 
Well, for me, they've got two. They really need another a, a big four, a four or five kind of guy. Yeah, that mm-hmm. can that can uh, you know kind of like Lyles only better, more lively, and and uh, and a better two. Uh, you know, they, they in my mind, Herder and uh, Duarte, they're just not quite good enough. You know, I mean, what what you know, if you in a perfect world, uh, you know, if you could get uh, a White from Boston. That type of yeah. off guard who can really guard and make shots, you know that that type it would really be great, uh, I think. But but uh, you know, or I like even young guys, bigs that might be available that aren't great, but but would be something they don't have, like Obi Toppin from Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know, a six nine lively guy can make threes and and you know a, a fit would be because you have to look at it like uh, would be a good fit with Sabonis. Would, would right. fill in some of the gaps. Well, uh, Jerry and I, Jerry, we've been around this team enough with the present ownership. And I, I'm just telling you, if this trend of bad losses continues, and I'm not, I don't think it will. I think this team is talented enough. But if they were to lose tonight and go into a, a funk, uh, it would not be a pleasant place to be working for a while. There's going to be uh, Jerry's laughing because he knows what I'm talking about, right? I mean, it just would not. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess nobody nobody here has to worry about that. So that's a good thing. <laughs> um, I, I I think the one thing that I really want to look at as this goes along is where what's this next step for this team and what's really the undercurrent of what's going on and how is it going to keep seeking or seeping out? Cause we talk about what's different and nobody can define it. You see Malik who argued with Mike Brown last game. First time we've seen that we see guys arguing with the refs weren't seeing that last year seems to be some frustration at times on offense. So what, what's the story underneath the story, the story within well, you know, I do think the, you know, so much of it is brought on by expectations, which this team really hasn't met, you know, and that's normal. I mean, for guys, you know, when you're talking about championships, as was put out there, which, you know, I mean, I don't blame the coach for saying it, but, but I mean, it made no sense to me because it's not a championship team, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, but I mean, if, and, and, but the players, you know, Clearly, and then fans. I mean, we all want them to be better than they are, but uh, but when 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 you're not, I mean, the expectations are, are what really create more problems than anything else in the league. When you and when you can't meet them, you know, you see it in every sport. Okay, so here's you you keep on talking about Malik Monk as being part of the four. Jerry, I want you to step into a general manager's uh, position because you've done it before and we haven't. The Kings have an idea in his agent what type of money and comparative with other teams. If the Kings feel that they're not going to have enough money, meaning that they feel that they cannot afford Malink Monk after this season, would he be a name that you would move at the trade deadline, now, that would be the same for any team that would acquire him. It would be on a short-term rental. They'd have to think, well, we have the money, and it's a place that he wants to be. But 
If you feel that you're not going to be able to re-sign him, do you move him at the deadline? Well, he has value. I mean, he clearly yeah. has a lot of value around the league. And, and yes, if you can't, uh, you know, and quite honestly, I'm, I'm pretty sure some of those discussions are out there. And and I think, Grant, you certainly you know, like I do, that, that uh, before trades are made, uh, somehow or another, guys, teams know that certain guy will agree to sign with them. That's right. So that's so crazy. We don't happens. know how that happens. Yeah. But, uh, Weird. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I, I think that's, I, I'm pretty sure some of that would be going on. And I mean, if there's a case where they say, hey, we got to have, you know, five years at 150 million. Well, that's probably well past his uh, value to the Kings or the league for that matter. Right. Uh, and I mean, I, I do think he's probably got more value to the Kings than than the league. Quite honestly, I haven't said that. I think probably twenty teams would like to get him. You know, well, I mean, I, I think he's that kind of guy yep. that could fit in. You know, a lot of ways. You know, it's kind of the the Bobby Jackson kind of thing. You know, you you know you can uh, you know a guy that can come in and make you better yep. most games. Well, I'll tell you, Malik, Malik's not giving the Kings any hometown discount, all right? I'm just, I keep on hearing no. that. He's not, Malik, I'm telling you right now, Malik Monk has a extremely high opinion of himself. And I'm okay with that. You know, the guy's produced. But anyone that thinks that, well, gee, you know, he wants to be with De'Aaron Fox and no, uh-uh. He is going where the money is, okay? And just do not forget about that. So you have to not only try to win games, but Monty McNair's got to think, gee, okay, What's going to happen in the offseason? Are we going to lose Malik Monk? Okay, for nothing? If I do, They know. They, they have an idea what it's going to take to keep him. Those decisions are being made. And do, just don't, don't be shocked if we hear his name coming up around the trade deadline if the Kings internally feel like they're not going to be able to keep him. All right? Because don't be. No, no, one's, no one's talking about that. But I, I could see that as a scenario. It's actually the opposite. Don't be shocked if you hear his name. Be shocked if you don't hear his name. Uh, the Kings would be stupid not to, considering that they don't have a lot of draft capital coming up in the next couple of years. This year's first-round pick still tied to the trade that brought Kevin Herter. Well, you know, too, it's like, to me, it, 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 they ought to figure out a way. I mean, if worst comes to worst, sign and trade. You know, mm -hmm. sign and trade. Uh, yep. So you don't lose him for for nothing. Yep. I mean, so you always have. I always say that's one of the. I thought one of the biggest mistakes that Monty's made personally is uh, losing Bogey for nothing. For nothing, terrible. You know, yeah. I mean, Bogey's yeah. still a heck of a player. I mean, in a yep. lot of ways, he he's every bit as valuable six man as as uh, Malik is. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and here's another consideration that goes on top of if you can pay Malik this, what about De'Aaron Fox? If he makes first team all NBA, he is due for a super max extension. What are the Kings going to do with that point? Where is the loyalty going to be? So if he very well could this year with the numbers he's putting up 40% from beyond the arc um, this season on more attempts mm -hmm. and the injuries to some of the other top point guards in the league. So that changes the scenario for Monty McNair as well. Yeah. I well, think it's, you know, but, but, you know, I, I'll tell you though how I feel about this. Hey, it's, it's your own free agents, your own guys. You can go over the cap to sign them. Yeah. So it's, so it's just money and it's not my money, but that's yeah. what the good teams do. You know, well, they don't lose 
they don't lose guys, the players they want to keep. And and that, over the years, do. over the over the years, the Kings have done that. Lost guys for no reason other than money. And, well, uh, we'll see, guys. Uh, looking forward to seeing which Sacramento Kings team shows up tonight. I don't know. I'm not even going to make a prediction. I don't like the numbers facing this team on the second night of a back-to-back. But I, I, there are games that I like to circle based on what's happened. I don't want to go overboard in one game of 82. I think this is an important game tonight just based on how the Kings have been playing lately. They didn't have a great road trip. I know they had a good road trip record-wise. I didn't like the way they played in the first two games. Now they come home and they had a stinker last night. If they follow that up with tonight, that's just a, it's a bad taste in your mouth because they got a long road trip coming up after this next home game. So, listen, it's not going to make or break the season, guys, a win or a loss tonight. But, I, boy, a loss tonight is going to believe a – it's going to start really raising a lot of doubts. That's I guess well, that's the point I'm making, Jerry. Yeah, well, I, I don't – I mean, I'd say this. I, they have to play well. Yeah. They have to play well. Now, uh, I, you know, if they play really well against a really good team, it's both are on back-to-backs and lose. But, you know, I, I mean, I think you, I could, I could deal with that. But they better play well, you know. And and, and yeah. we need, we need to see their A game, whatever it is. And I mean, and and it could be that they can have their A game, and and the Magic have their A game, and the Magic may be better. Well, it, I want it to could be. Yeah. It, Go ahead, I was going to say, and here's the reality, Grant. You don't get this game tonight. The This could be the start of something you do not want if you're Sacramento because yep. you've got a game again on Friday, and then you've yep. got a game on Sunday with other teams that you should yep. beat. Speaking of A game, uh, that's New Works Plumbing. They always have their A game. For your plumbing concerns, plumbing repairs, go to sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. All right. Uh, the three of us will be back at halftime. Ryan, you have a good uh, pregame show coming up at 630, my friend. Thank you, Napes. Appreciate you guys. All right, Jerry, thank you. Thank you. We'll see you at halftime and should be interesting. And to everyone else, don't forget, Rhino, 630 with the pregame show. Talk to you soon, everyone. Thanks for joining us right here on If You Don't Like That.